0: Welcome to Wyoming Valley Church's podcast with Pastor Todd Walker. Well, good day, everybody. It's April 21st today, 2021, and I'm driving while I do this podcast, and guess what? It's snowing. It is snowing, not even that like flurry snow, like I'm talking like a full-blown snow, and uh, that's kind of April here in Northeast Pennsylvania. You can kind of get uh, 70, 75 degrees, or you can get a blizzard and today we kind of have a blizzard so hope everyone's doing well today we're going to start a new series of podcasts called change our perspective change our perspective and i hope that many of the topics we're going to pick for this podcast will do just that it will change our perspective on something that uh, perhaps we've overlooked take it for granted or maybe even had a bad perspective about and today we're going to go off our sunday lesson this past sunday like we typically do This last Sunday we started a new series in our sermon series as well called Our Family and we're looking at some of the blessings we get from being in the church. And the title of the lesson this past Sunday was called Brought Near and we looked at a passage from Ephesians chapter 2 where Paul says that exact thing. He says, but now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. And there you can tell the phrase, brought near. And Paul's referring to... The honest truth, at one time we were apart from Jesus Christ. He calls us, in the same passage, aliens, strangers, and enemies of God. And that's who we were. Now, thankfully, to God, that's not how our story ends. Because we have been brought near. That's exactly what the passage says. Those who have had faith in Jesus Christ have been brought near by that blood. And today we want to focus and change our perspective on this one thing, is, is utilizing the nearness that we have to God. I think sometimes in Christianity, we grow up thinking Christianity isn't so cool. Christianity is a little lame. Christianity doesn't get to do as many fun things as the world gets to do, and the world has a kind of view of Christianity as well. And that's one thing, but it's really sad when Christians kind of fall into that perspective as well, as it's kind of like something we have to do, but it's not something we really want in our lives, and if we could get our sins paid for without having to follow Jesus Christ. And we would do the just that. And that's obviously a really bad perspective. And that's why we're gonna call the title of this new podcast series, Change Our Perspective. But today we're gonna to talk about utilizing nearness to God, utilizing nearness. Like, what is the point of nearness? What are some of the blessings from being near to God? Maybe that's something you already appreciate and thank the Lord for on a, on a regular basis. I think I do, but I think I take that for granted. To some degree still and i want my perspective to be changed as well so we're going to go over a few things uh, that we can utilize the nearness we have to god and hopefully by looking at these things our perspective will be changed and enhanced and we will start to see the amazing things we have from being near to god through jesus christ and so we're going to call these things today god's pantry or things we find in god's pantry If you guys know what a pantry is, it's something you sort of store food and supplies in. And my wife, every house we've ever lived in, always thinks having a pantry is a really big blessing because she can kind of store things and organize things and keep track of things that we need in the groceries and things like that. And so having a pantry is a big deal to her. And today we're going to look at some things that we find in God's pantry from being near to God. And that's simply how we're going to look at this podcast today. Seven things. Seven things, excuse me, I just dropped my device that I'm recording on. (laughs) Kind of happens sometimes when you're driving and fumbling around, but I am being safe, I promise. So seven things we're going to look at are we find from God's pantry. And these are all things that we only find from being near to God. Okay, number one is we get to know experientially, practically, the faithful love of God. Now, many of us have heard of the love of God and we believe that God is loving. We know that he sent his son to die for us, and that's a doctrine that I think we would all agree to, that God is love, God has loved us. But you see, when we're near to God, we don't know it just with our minds. We know it by experience. And boy, it is really snowing out here today. I did not expect this. So, sorry to get off track. I'm just amazed at the amount of snow that we have on the ground here. It is, it's looking like mid-January out here, and it's April 21st. Anyways, I digress. To know the love of God is is an important thing. Now, in John 15, Jesus reminded us to stay in the love of God. And the reason that it's so important to know the love of God experientially, and maybe this is very obvious to you, but we need God's love to succeed. We need God's love to succeed in this life. You see, without the love of God, we're pretty insecure people. And if you've noticed anything about the culture and the world that we live in now, I think there's more insecurities around than there ever has been before. People are very insecure. People need to be patted on the back and recognized and applauded. And I think the reason is, is is we're depleted on love. We don't have love like our soul needs love. And and one of the greatest things that we get from God's pantry, from being near to God, is his practical, faithful love love every single day and again I'm not just talking about a doctrine that we know I'm talking about a love that we feel and sense and see and I wish I had the time to expound on that and, and share with you just the recent examples of God's love in my life but I I sort of want you to look at your own life and if you know God and are near to God then his love will be very easy to think about you'll look at your past days and your past weeks and you'll see it very clearly and say there right there there's an example of God's love towards me And if it's something you can't see in the recent memory, then I I would question whether you are near God at all, because His love touches every part of our lives. And sometimes love is hard, sometimes it's discipline, sometimes God has to spiritually spank us because we've done something wrong, and He has to get us back on the course. But even that is an example of love, and Hebrews brings that out, he says, listen, God disciplines the one whom He loves. If he didn't love you, he'd let you continue in sin, and that sin would cause grave consequences. But he doesn't. When he sees you going down bad paths, he shows you, and he he comes alongside of you, and he says, this is wrong. You can't do this anymore. This is going to hurt you. And he does that so that we'll turn around and we'll come back home. And, And man, that's just one example of God's love. I have seen God's love so profoundly in this last several weeks and months. We just had a baby uh, almost a month ago now and uh, they've been hard days hard days we have six kids besides the baby so we have a total of seven and I'm a pastor I'm also a college minister on campuses and you know we have seven kids and the days are long and the nights are short and we're not getting a ton of sleep and um, there's everything every reason to think that right now we'd be struggling but it's not like everything is perfect, things are hard, but we're not struggling, not like you might expect because God's love is there. His love is touching every part of my life and I'm so thankful for that. It's, that's one example of what we get from God's pantry from being near to God and we need to utilize that love. We don't need to be insecure people like the world. We have access to the love of God and, and the closer we are to God through Jesus, by following him and trusting in him, the better our life gets and the easier our life gets and the more fulfilled our life gets. So if you haven't recently thought about the God, the love of God, I would ask you to make an exercise and, and sit down and mark what he's done for you recently and how he's been near you and, and some of the things he's provided and protected you from and shown you. And, and I think that would be a really good exercise. But let's go on to number two. Here's the second thing we get from God's pantry from being near God is we get god's power we get god's power to accomplish good upon this earth god's power now if you if you know anything about scripture you could see when christ's apostles were given god's power and when they were they were doing amazing things i mean we know christ himself did amazing miracles upon the earth but so did his apostles when his apostles were were gifted with the power of the holy spirit these guys started doing things that were really unbelievable they started to heal people they started to cast out demons they started to boldly proclaim the gospel in a situation where they should have been cowering in fear and all of that was because they were they were near god's power they had access to god's power and the funny thing about that is is we don't just have to read it about read about it in the apostles lives Is we have access to that power as well now i don't know necessarily if we have power for miracles and casting out demons and things like that, but we do have access to God's power so we can accomplish good upon this world. And if you've been watching and paying attention to media and the news lately is this world is in need of good. It's in need of good. There's evil all around us and evil seems to be increasing. This world needs good and we are the, the vessels of usefulness, Christians are. We're the ones that are able to accomplish the most good upon, upon this world. And the way that we do that is by by being near to jesus christ by being near to god we gain his power we have access to the power of god and it's the same power that created the world by speaking it into existence it's the same power that upholds the universe right now by his word it's the same power that raised jesus from the dead it's the very same power that changes a sinner into a saint and makes someone have victory over past sins that once enslaved them. It's that same power. And you and I, if we will simply be near God and stay near God, have access to that power and God will give us that power to accomplish good. And I will say once again, not as a bragging, but I've been able to accomplish a lot of good in this world simply because of God's power being near me and having access to that power. And and I want to encourage you that way because you can accomplish much good. You don't have to be a minister to do so. You simply need to be near God. If you're near God through Jesus, you have access to his power, and you can go out today and do so many good things that the world isn't able to do because they're powerless. They're relying on their own strength, and that's where that wonderful verse from Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, and Paul's saying that in the midst of a prison, and he's seeking to be content while his life is miserable, and he found that contentment because of the the strength that God provided. So that's number two is we can accomplish much, much good through God's power. Number three is we can find comfort. Comfort. Now comfort is one of those things I think people want more than ever, befo- ever before as well. And pe- People want to be surrounded by things of comfort. And probably it's because the world is getting more and more harsh. And the harsher the world gets, the more we want comfort. That just makes sense. We want to be filled with <laughs> things like puppies and blankets and sweatpants and coffee and I mean you can see it it's all over social media we just want to be full of comfort one of the greatest things about being near God though is we have his comfort when the world is harsh towards us and it's harshest towards Christians unfortunately this world really doesn't like Christ followers or Jesus or anybody like that so we find most harshness in this world but the greatest thing about that is we also find the necessary comfort from God to endure that harshness because our father comes near us. And I told you, I have seven children and, and I pride myself on being a good dad and I'm not perfect, I have a lot of room to grow, but I'm a very comforting father, I believe. I, I love making my children comfortable. I love when, when they slip and fall, I don't love that part. I don't love when they get you know, boo-boos and things like that, but I love coming alongside of them after they do and being able to comfort them. That's a really special experience for myself and my wife as we can comfort our children and we're good at it and god's made us good at it and our children like being around us i mean the other day we had someone over to our house and my my children are not the most outgoing people they can be loud but um generally they don't love strangers so when, when a stranger is near them one of the first things they'll do is they'll come and run near daddy and sit on daddy's lap because daddy brings comfort from the strangers and one of the greatest things about our god is that he gives that kind of comfort when the world is harsh we can go to him. We can, in a spiritual sense, sit on his lap and he can wrap his arms around us and he can say, you're mine. I'm yours. Be near me. It's okay. I'm next to you. You don't have to fear. And that kind of comfort is real. And again, that's, that's something I experience on a regular basis is the comfort of God, simply by being near him, thanks to Jesus Christ. Moving on, number four is we can know our purpose in this world. We can know our purpose. That's something the world struggles with, wondering what their purpose is. Even people who have jobs that seemingly are full of purpose in this life, you know, uh, nurses and doctors and police officers and politicians or whoever you would throw in there, they seemingly have purpose. But if you've listened to a lot of, you know, interviews and if you've known people like that, those people still aren't as fulfilled as you might think they should be. The greatest thing, one of the greatest things about knowing God and being near God, is that we know our purpose. We know why we're here. We know why we why we've been placed here. We know why God um, has placed us where He's placed us, and we know why we have a church. We know why we have a family. We know why we have certain talents and abilities, and and once we know our purpose, is we can we can get to work and be quite fulfilled in this life. And Jesus, one of the things He said in the scriptures, He said, I said, He said that He came to give us life and give it. To us more abundantly. And one of those abundant things that we get from life is having our purpose known and understood. And once I experienced that purpose in my mid 20s, my life began to flourish because I realized why I was here. I realized why God placed me here. I realized that everything was on purpose and that I was important to the kingdom of God and that I had a role in the kingdom of God, that I could serve the king of kings. And before that, I was sort of aimless in life. I was just kind of bouncing around from things that I thought would fulfill me that never did. But once I sensed and realized my purpose in Jesus Christ, I began to flourish. Everything changed. I started to become more confident, more secure, more joyful because I knew my purpose. And and God made that clear to me. And, And he still does. Every single time I'm around God, God enhances and stamps that purpose in my life and says, Todd, this is why you're here. This is why I've called you this is what I want you to do. Go do it faithfully. And if you do, it'll echo through eternity. It will matter in eternity. I will be happy with your sacrifice. So number four is we can know our purpose. And that's really an underrated blessing from God's pantry. Here's another one is we can, number five, see the devil's traps. Now the devil is crafty and he's He's really a master at uh, tripping and deceiving and laying traps for us that we can't see. And in my early days in Christianity, I, I would fall into many of those traps because I wasn't I wasn't aware of them. But the more I've grown in Christ and the nearer that I am to God, the more I can see the traps laid out by the devil. It's kind of like they're glowing. You know, if you were in a forest and there was a A few traps laid in that forest, they might be covered with leaves and dirt, and you might not see them, and you might step right into them and get really, really hurt. But what if a light was shining on those things? What if those traps were glowing? What if every trap laid in the forest you could see and you could navigate around it? Well, that's kind of what God does for you when you're near him and his word, is he reveals to you the traps and the snares of the evil one, and he says, watch out for this, watch out for this, be aware of this. And the longer I've grown in Christ, the more I've known God and known his word is now I can see traps that before I never would have seen. And that's simply by being near the Lord, being near his word and paying attention to what he said. And that, again, that's an underrated blessing because I I really get frustrated when when I continually fall in the devil's traps. And I don't have to anymore because God's word lays it out for me what they look like. And the closer I get to him, the more easily I will see those traps and be able to navigate around them and not have to fall into sin and error and falsehood like I used to. And I'm so thankful for that. Number t- or number six, we have two more. Number six is we get to taste of the kingdom of God. We get to sample it. If you guys have ever gone to an ice cream place, typically those places let you sample the ice cream so you know what flavor you want. And, and you know, I'm not a big ice cream fan and I can't really eat dairy, so that's not really pertinent to me, but... But I remember that experience, and I know you guys do as well, As you go to those ice cream places, and you're not sure which flavor. They have so many good flavors. So you go up there, and you say, can I try a couple samples? And they say, yes, here you go. Try this one and try this one. And then you make your decision based on those samples. Well, God, in a sense, does that for those who are near him, is he gives little care packages, little samples of what heaven is going to be like. And the reason he does that is, is quite ingenious, is so that we will keep going. So we won't be satisfied and won't even try to find satisfaction from the world. We'll know that what God can give us is so much better than what the world offers us because of the samples. And again, I wish I had time to list what some of those samples are, but I'm hoping that you know those. And if you don't know those, I'm hoping you'll get near God so you do know those. But many of you know what I'm talking about. Those samples of joy and fulfillment and, again, peace and comfort and just just knowing that your sins are paid for knowing that god loves you knowing that you're on the right team knowing that you're living correctly when he gives you those samples those care packages from heaven man they're just so encouraging and god just basically tells you keep going this is right this is good this is the best thing you could possibly live for and keep going because it's only going to get better and here's a sample of that and so you look at you taste those samples and then what the world offers, you just can't cut it anymore. It just can't satisfy you anymore. Because you've tasted of something better in that sample. And and then you say, and God says to you, I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna to continue to follow Jesus Christ because this sample is real, and I know that it's only going to get better on the other side. And we have one more. Our last one is this. Another blessing we get from God's pantry is the ability to live righteously. The ability to live righteously. We can do what is right and best and not fall into the pits of vanity upon this world. And there are many. And I would even say this, everything that the world lives for in this life is vanity. Uh, Solomon tried to teach us that in the book of Ecclesiastes to say everything is vanity, a chasing after the wind. But most of us know that by now is that whatever the world has to offer us, the best things the world has, it's not right enough I remember that experience when I was in my, my mid-twenties, I started to do a podcast. I think I've shared this with you before, but in, interestingly enough, I was doing this podcast in my mid-twenties and it was it was becoming successful. And a lot of people were subscribing, a lot of people were emailing us, and, it, and you know, we almost got sponsorship and things like that, and it was going well. And But th- these were right at the moments that I was starting to follow Jesus Christ wholeheartedly. And, and I remember that experience finding a little bit of success in the world and it's still not being satisfied because I simply thought this in the back of my mind it's not good enough it's not right enough there's nothing wrong with this inherently but I've been placed in this earth for better things than this this isn't deep enough it's too shallow there's something better there's something more right than this one of the blessings we get from being near God is the ability to live righteously upon the world is to make right choices choices that line up with the will of god choices that matter for eternity choices that make god happy sacrifices that he accepts i can't tell you what a blessing that is to be near god is to be able to say look at your life and to say yes it matters this is right and the world can't say that the world is guessing and right now you can tell in the news and the media everyone's got an opinion social media everyone's got an opinion Everybody thinks that their cause is the most right cause and that if everyone could see their cause, then we'd have such a great world around us. But the only problem is everyone else sees it differently, going, no, no, that's not right enough. Here's something better. Here's something greater. Here's something more right. And the question is, is who's right? Who's right? Is this person right because they have this perspective or is that person right because they have that perspective? Is this cause better or is that cause better? And the answer to this is they're not good enough. None of them are. They're not right enough. The only ones that can really satisfy us, the only ones that can bring us treasures in eternity are the ones that come from our God, the ones that come out of his scripture. And when we're near God, we know what those things are. And we can live for what's right and pure and holy and will last for all eternity. And and that's why I do what I do as a pastor. Not because it's the greatest gig or the easiest gig or the best paying gig because it's not. I do it because it's right. It's right. It's right. That's why I don't get a lot of soapboxes and give a lot of opinions in the pulpit. They're not right enough. It doesn't mean everything I think doesn't have some validity to it. It just means it's not right enough. I want to stay with what's most right, with what's best, and all of those things come out of Scripture. One of the biggest blessings of being near God is, is to live righteously. And so there's seven things, and I'm going to rattle through them very quickly again. Is Number one, We can know the love of God, the faithful love of God. We can know it experientially. Number two, we can have access to God's power to accomplish good upon the earth. Number three is we can be comforted, find God's comfort from this harsh world. Number four is we can know our purpose. What an amazing blessing it is to know your purpose and to live for that purpose. Number five is we can see the devil's traps laid out and watch for those traps and navigate around those traps. Number six is we can taste of the kingdom of God we can sample all of God's wonderful blessings and number seven we can live righteously we can live for what's best and what's true and what's holy and what's pleasing to our Lord guys we get all of that from being near our Lord and I would just encourage you today to be near him utilize the nearness you have with him stay near him stay in his word and I thank you for listening I hope it's a blessing to you for listening to the Wyoming Valley Church podcast. Join us for worship Sunday mornings beginning at 1030. We're located in the Dolphin Plaza on Highway 315 in Wilkes-Barre. Learn more about us at wyomingvalleychurch.org. Wyoming Valley Church, a place where all are welcome.